Hey, Fit Friends, quick shout out to today's sponsor, Milton's. At my house, we are hooked on their cauliflower crust pizzas. They are deliciously thin and crispy, made from premium ingredients and ready straight out of the oven in just 15 minutes, making them so convenient for a quick and easy meal that everyone will enjoy. And I have some exciting news for all of you. They're inviting our listeners to sign up to receive free Milton's pizza. Check the show notes for more details on how you can receive Milton's pizza to share with your friends and family at no cost to you. All right, team, on to the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host, Katie, and this is episode 297. For many people, weighing themselves regularly is a part of their daily routine. They step on the scale in the morning, maybe after meals, or for some people, even several times a day, hoping to see a change in their weight. However, constantly monitoring your weight can become a really unhealthy habit. It can lead to anxiety, frustration, and even disordered eating. There's a pretty good chance if you are listening to this episode, it's doing more harm than good. The obsession with weight and body size has just become a societal norm. But this is truly something we need to change our approach to. Today, we'll explore why you should stop relying on the scale to track your progress and how to shift your focus towards healthier, more sustainable habits. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Okay, before we dive in, can I just tell you about the most delicious morning I had? And I want you to just picture this. It's a Friday morning. Instead of waking up to jump on the scale, instead of waking up to put on your exercise clothes and go to the gym, you decide your body just is feeling a little tired. So instead, you go downstairs. You make yourself a nice warm cup of coffee with some delicious vanilla or caramel creamer or maybe even a little whipped cream if that's your jam. And then you grab your cozy blanket, you light a candle, your favorite scent, you sip your coffee, you do maybe your devotional or you journal, you read, you do a little online shopping, and you just soak in the feeling of it is Friday and tomorrow I could do this all day if I want. And the best part about it is you feel guilt free because it's filling your cup, honoring your body and giving you exactly what you want. Well, that's the morning I had and it was just phenomenal. And I can tell you right now, I feel just as good as the workout I did yesterday. So today let's talk about why we need to ditch the scale. I mean, I know you know this, obviously, 
but I have so many conversations with clients still that they still just struggle. Like they're, they know the cycle that occurs when they step on that scale, but it's just so hard to stop. So number one, what's wrong with the scale? What's wrong with weighing yourself regularly? Well, first, it's very misleading. Did you know our weight can fluctuate as much as five to 10 pounds in a single day? There's so many things that impact your weight on a daily basis, such as eating a large meal, the time of the month and your cycle, and even the types of nutrients. I'm wondering if you knew that for every one gram of carbohydrate your body stores, so your body stores carbohydrates as glycogen. So for every one gram that it stores, it actually retains three grams of water. What? Yes, it's true. Sodium or salt can also lead to fluid retention as this mineral actually pulls fluid from the bloodstream, which is why you probably feel puffy after a night out of Mexican or, you know, you go out for that greasy, delicious burger and fries and you feel kind of swollen in your, in your extremities. There's also no way to tell how much waste is in your body, aka how much poop do you have in your intestines, even when you step on the scale. Like it doesn't matter if you're the type of person who has, you know, you go to the bathroom, you have a bowel movement every single morning. It doesn't matter. Like there's so many variabilities that you can't predict like how much your body is holding in waste. Have you ever felt sore after a tough workout? Like today I felt sore because I lifted the other day and that is actually from micro tears in the muscle. And what that, what happens when there's these micro tears is that actually causes the body to hold on to fluid because those muscles are inflamed and repairing. So another thing that can impact the scale. Our weight can also fluctuate due to hormonal changes and stress. When estrogen levels rise, you actually retain more water. So considering all these day-to-day factors, Honestly, it would be weird. It would be very concerning if you didn't have any fluctuations in your body weight. If your weight stayed the exact same every single day, well, I would almost be more worried. The second reason that weighing yourself regularly is just not a good idea is because weight is just not a good measure of health. Let me say that again. Let me say it louder for the people in the back of the car. Weight is just not a good measure of health. There are hundreds of studies now that show body size does not equal health. There are also just as many studies that show how it's your behaviors that predict your health, not your weight. People of all different body types have similar health improvements when they change their behaviors, regardless of whether or not their weight changes. And lastly, the reason that the scale is just not great is because it can take a mental toll. I have so many clients who share with me that weighing themselves can have a direct impact on their day. If the numbers where they want it to be, they feel motivated or they may even, you know, treat themselves because of it. But if the numbers not where they want it to be, they often think, oh, it's going to motivate me because, you know, keep me on track because it's not where I need to be. But let me tell you right now, as humans, We do not operate well, or at least not long term, when we're operating and making decisions out of shame. And seeing a number that you, you know, that is quote unquote too high, that that can feel really shameful. And so if the number's not where they want it to be, it can lead to just the spiral 
of self-shaming, restriction, bad body image day. And it could really be the catalyst or, you know, I think of like a trigger for so many behaviors throughout the day, whether consciously or subconsciously, affecting the way we think, the way we dress, the way we eat, and even the way we interact with others and how we show up throughout the rest of our day. I'll often ask my clients, what has your focus on your weight or what is your focus on weight loss really done for you at this point in your life? And some common responses I hear are, well, I'm at my highest weight now. And despite focusing on the scale, focusing on the number, here I am sitting talking to you and I'm at my highest weight, which I feel that is more than what my natural weight is. I've often heard responses like, you know, it's impacted my confidence and my self-esteem. I'm scared. I'm depressed when I get on the scale. It's made me super critical of myself and my body. And it's gotten me here to where I think so much about food and I've just completely lost trust with my body. I, I do not. I'm not on the same team as my body and what it's telling me. So how do we shift our mindset? How do we get away from this? You know, I always say, and I do not make this up, but weight is not a behavior. It is so much more helpful and productive when we can focus on our health rather than our weight. But in order to make the shift, you have to first identify the reason why you weigh yourself. Do you do it to monitor your progress? Are you trying to lose weight? Or are you using it as a way to control your eating habits? Next, we want to identify alternative ways to measure progress that are not related to weight. And I know this can be so challenging for many of my clients in particular when, you know, that's all they focused on for so long is like what I am doing for my health. It like the only reflection is that number on the scale. And so we have to expand our thinking. We have to zoom out. And I tell, I promise you, there's so many other ways. So maybe it is a specific lab value that you want to improve, like your blood pressure or your blood sugar or, you know, your resting heart rate, things like that. Maybe body fat percentage. Now this, I want to like add a little asterisk to this because I believe this may or may not be helpful depending where you're at. Probably if you're listening and resonating, resonating with a lot of what I'm saying, I'm probably going to recommend no. And I say this from experience because I used to use this as a cover up for so many years. It was really just a transfer of my obsession because I, you know, told myself that, well, I was, I just wanted to focus on building muscle and increasing that number. But really it was, it was just another metric that I was getting focused on another number. And it really was about decreasing my body fat, which to me, like, that's the same, that's the same intention as your weight. Let's be real, right? If you are in a diet mindset, you're still just looking to shrink your body is what you're looking for. Maybe you focus on how you feel. So instead of relying on the number on the scale to determine your self-worth, maybe you're paying attention to your energy levels, to your mood, to your bowel movements. Oh my goodness. Joey and I, Joey has been uh, going through some, some bowel things and we've been actually experimenting with a low FODMAP diet. Again, hello. Yes, you can, you can do gentle nutrition and intuitive eating at the same time. And, you know, for him, we've got to focus on his bowel movements. And yeah, of course it's weeds. These are, these are things you have to look forward to when 
you're in a long-term relationship or you're married. You just, you talk about these things. It is what it is. But maybe you're paying attention to your food and, you know, your mood, your mood when you eat. Uh, my clients, we have an app through the portal that we work through. It's called Practice Better. And we have what's called a food and mood journal. So our clients in, in our practice, they will focus on, you know, rating their hunger and fullness. They'll focus on just, you know, thoughts and, and feelings and things that come up around food and around mealtime. And so we really use that as a way to track progress, you know. Wow, I ate ice cream, for example, and I didn't feel guilty about it. Like to us, that is progress. That is a win. Or just the other day, my client, uh, she was saying she was feeling this part of actually what inspired this, this episode because we were having so many conversations about the weight. And she's like, how do I stay motivated when I'm not say- seeing progress? And after talking, you know, I'm not weighing myself, but I'm not seeing any changes in my clothes. But then it just came up, oh, I have had cookie dough in my freezer for like over a month now. And that's that would never happen. And like to me, that is that is a huge win. That is a huge win to keep foods in the house that you may have otherwise binged on or you would have just habitually eaten that cookie dough every single night, whether you want it or not. Maybe not what you'd consider a binge but just eating it out of habit, right? Trust me, when I say that you can focus on so many other small wins, especially with intuitive eating, it is so much more motivating, not to mention sustainable, because you don't have the added stress of the numbers. We talked about how this can be such an ingrained habit for people. So how do you actually stop weighing yourself? Okay, you're listening, you're like, I get it, I get it. I hate weighing myself, it sucks, I don't wanna do it anymore. I've got some other ideas of progress, things I can focus on for progress, but how do I actually stop? Like, how do I stop the habit? How do I stop the behavior? And the quickest way is to straight up throw your scale away. Okay. But I recognize that is a big, scary step for many. So many of my clients will ask, you know, whoever's in their house to maybe hide it. You might consider pulling back, you know, if, if throwing it away, if hiding it isn't a reality. Okay, let, let's, let's be real. Let's set yourself up for success. Maybe you just say, you know what? I've been weighing myself daily. I'm going to challenge myself this month to see if I can just weigh myself once a week. Or maybe I just try to do it once a month at the beginning of the month and just see what happens. It's an experiment. Everything we do here is an experiment, an opportunity for you to learn You know, if you find yourself still pulled to step on that scale more than once a week or more than once a month, ask yourself why. Get curious. Another tip I love to just stop weighing yourself is habit stacking. So we've talked we talk a lot about goal setting and habits on the show. So ask yourself, is there you know, if you have the habit of always brushing your teeth, going to the bathroom, stepping on the scale, getting in the shower. okay, is there another more helpful more productive habit you can place there. Maybe instead you write in your journal while you're brushing your teeth instead of stepping on the scale. Or maybe you keep a thing of post-it notes and a pen, and instead of stepping on the scale while you're brushing your teeth, you write an affirmation and post a sticky note to your mirror. I don't know. Figure it out. You're super smart. I know you know what you need and you can identify something that's just going to make you feel good. A little habit that's going to 
get you 1% better to where you want to be. We also have to recognize how it's holding you back from embracing a non-diet approach. Because by continuing to rely on this external tool, the scale, to give you feedback, you're being distracted from your own internal signs of hunger, fullness, satisfaction. Ultimately, it can take time and it can take a lot of processing, a lot of deep work to work through and stop weighing yourself and understand why you're afraid of not knowing your weight. So I want to leave you with a few questions to consider before you step on the scale next time. Number one, how will this number make me feel if it's not what I want to see? Quote unquote, whatever that number is for you. I know you know what it is. Am I going to feel positive? Am I going to feel negative? Or am I going to feel neutral? Because I can tell you right now for myself and many of my clients, that's that's where they're at. You know, I, I do get weighed at the doctor's office right now. Currently, at the time of this recording, I am pregnant and it's it, it's been interesting you know, just for my own self experiment study of one stepping on the scale week by week and seeing that number climb so fast. But I can genuinely and honestly say it's very neutral. Now, I know this is a different situation. Growing a human is different than having your, you know, your body weight increase for other reasons. Right. But neither here or there. Regardless, it's I can tell you for many of my clients they can get to a point where they step on the scale for whatever reason. And it's just not a big deal. It's just a number, which is amazing and bananas. And think about the impact that that could have on your life. If that number was just a number, just some data. The second thing I want you to ask yourself before you step on the scale is, will this number positively influence how I care for my body today? Or will it send me down a spiral of negative self-talk and restriction? And last, ask yourself, how else can I focus on my progress today? Can I really try to honor my hunger, like eat when I'm hungry today and not keep powering through work? Can I try to pause during my mealtime and just check in and maybe stop or pause when I'm feeling full? Maybe I'm just, I'm really going to try to just listen to my body today. Listen to my body, pay attention. What does it need? And lean into that. Remember, if the scale is causing more stress, it might be time to decrease to weekly, monthly weigh-ins or better yet, ditch the freaking scale completely. Okay. The scale cannot measure your worth. And there are many, many, many other habits, behaviors, beliefs that you can focus on that will, mark my words, they will make drastic improvements towards your health. And of course, seek support. If you find it challenging to stop weighing yourself, or if this is just sending you in a tizzy, girlfriend, seek support, girlfriend or guy friend, whoever you are, seek support from a trusted friend, a family member, healthcare professional. You know, our team is here for you. Our community is here for you. You know, they can offer you guidance, support, and help you break the habit and focus on those healthier behaviors. You are more than the number on the scale and your weight is not determined. Your worth is not determined by your weight. Okay. If you slip up and weigh yourself, don't beat yourself up. Okay. It is what it is. Instead, I want you to practice that self-compassion. Remind yourself that this is a journey. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And it's okay to make mistakes because that's how we learn. And that's how you grow on your non-diet journey. 
Friends, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Drop a comment in our group and let us know what you think because we're here for you and we're cheering you on. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.